You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Welcome to Talking Toys with Taylor and Jeff, where we go back in time to discuss our favorite toys, one toy line at a time. Hello and welcome to Talking Toys with Taylor and Jeff, action figure exclusive. Uh, I'm Taylor. I'm Jeff and it's the Star Wars version of the show and we're here to discuss... Uh, I guess the only female droid in the original trilogy. We're going to talk about EV-99. Yeah. I I remember when uh, Star Wars in character did a uh, a breakdown of this particular character. Um, It's really strange. Yeah, I'm not sure where the fact that it was um, that it was female came out. But, um, yeah, I don't know, but it makes sense because Evie, you know, that's that's reasonable. Um, this figure came out as part of the power of the force line. I actually got mine with, um, job, the job of the dungeon action play set along with a man, a man and Barada. So this is the last of those figures that I, that I had. So I never had this on card. Uh, and I never even saw the card until, Years later, let's talk about the card real quick. But first, did, did you ever have one, Taylor? No, no, I did okay. not. And I don't even, I don't really remember seeing the Power Force stuff uh, hit like my local store growing up. I remember seeing Jedi stuff, but I think by the time Power of the Force came, they were like, they were only going. Was, yeah, we got them yeah, in Paris, so but yeah, else. that's about it. The yeah. uh, the photo on the on the card is it's, it's from the movie, and it I mean it looks exactly you know the droids are easy for them to recreate, especially at this point. Yeah. Um, it looks just like the one, the, the figure in the package. So it's really cool. It's just like a, from a like lower mid torso up and it's straight on. So not, not a very dynamic pose, but it's cool. And I like the, uh, the fact, the use of the, uh, sort of burnt orange on the nameplate and the backer, the, the back of the bubble, mm-hmm. I figure backing cause I think it, it blends well. W- would you have liked to have seen a color that the figure would stand out a bit more from, you know, I was trying to debate that, um, I think because it's like one of those where it's like, sure, a blue would have made the figure stand out more, but at the same time, orange fits the personality really well. And sometimes they chose kind of personality colors for a lot of the the figures they put out because everyone has their own unique color for the most part. This kind of burnt orange, it, it, I don't know, it, it, it feels right for EV99. It does again. It matches matches the uh, the, the the metal that the, yeah. the droid is made with, and um, it, it. I don't know. It just it seems odd though. It's almost like a. I, I don't know. It's it's almost like green on green. I don't know. It's odd, but yeah, um, I, I could see that. But the figure uh, is is really weird. I. 
I'll be honest. I could never tell. I always thought this this figure has like a pelvis on the front. back on the no, back. It, no, that's yeah, it's the on the front, but it's like a back pelvis on the front of the the exactly. Legs. Always confused yes. me. Always confused me. <laughs> and it does it does hinder the legs. Like the legs don't kick out quite as much because of it. Right. But yeah. it also might help because this was kind of a flimsy figure. The legs on it were very similar to 8D8, um, which I believe we talked about before. Yes. Okay. Yeah, we should have. So let's let's just start at the top then. Uh, we, we This is going to be kind of a shortest show, folks, I think, because um, the, the, the figure is intricate, but there's really just one it's... side looks like the other. So, yeah. But the, the 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 head is what's interesting to me because this is the only figure that has a movable mouth. Yes. So you've got the top. You got the top of this thing. This thing looks like kind of like a coffee coffee pot of some sort to me. But you got the top of the head, which is very smooth. But the back of the head is textured, and it looks a little like a brain, which always creeped me out. Did that ever creep you out? A little bit. It it's one of those. It I couldn't tell if it was a brain or if it was like Forlom's eyes. But yeah, it's textured almost like Forlom's eyes, where it almost feels like a beehive, but it's shaped like brain lobes. And yeah, it comes out of the the back of this, and it it, um, it doesn't remind me as much of a coffee maker as it does a giant blender. Yeah, I can see that too. Yeah, <laughs> and and well, and the way it's shaped, it looks almost like a like a van of some sort or a subway car, yeah, a train car. The way the because it's very long. And so we've got this, and it's and again, what, what color is this? It's 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 not really brown. Is it like a burnt umber? It's like a bronze. It's actually like okay. a really dull bronze. And I think that's why I think of coffee because you you remember those like those coffee carafes you would see like in offices, like in boardrooms in yeah. the '80s. They had that 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 sort of yellowish bronze color. That's what it reminds yep. me of. You can see that. So I think that's why. And then, so ben, uh, directly underneath that, we've got um, these two layers of black that are, again, very smooth. And then we've got two eyes painted on that are painted yellow. And then the, the bottom layer of black comes down almost like a nose. So it's clearly mm-hmm. made to look like a face of some sort. And then directly yes. above the, the black layer in the back is where you've got the handle and so uh, to, to, to move the mouth. And so then below the black, we've got a one layer of bronze and another layer of bronze underneath that that sticks out a little bit lower. Mm-hmm. And then the, the mouth comes out of that. It's a very thin piece of plastic that comes out of that. It's really bizarre. And I'm not sure why they did it. Yeah, I'm glad they did because it's really neat, but I'm not sure why they did it. Yeah, it's it's one of those that I, at this point, we've seen like EV99's, like speech with the mouth moving is not so much in the movie that I would have thought that that was a necessity to have for the figure, but it was almost like Kenner saying, Hey, you know what? Let's try to add this in and let's see if that's what helps us figure sell. Right. Like it, it's just, it's kind of, it's strange because it's like, you know, the way that the head is angled for the most of the movie, you don't even see that flat moving up and down. You you do actually, you do. If you go back and watch, um, a little it, bit. You, you do see it. So I'm, I'm like I said, I'm glad they, they, they put it in there because it's odd because it's not something that you see with a droid and it's not really something I don't think that would be necessary. Right. Either, you know, from a logistical standpoint, because C-3PO speaks perfectly and his doesn't move. Right. And so yeah. coming down from there, the neck is just a, just a cylinder. 
but then we have the body and this is where like uh k2so and rogue one remind his body reminds me a lot of this figure from the neck down he's just a lot stockier very similar yes but yeah we got this this torso that uh just looks like it looks like armor that would be sitting over like a stormtrooper doesn't it it does it it has a lot of the same kind of um the the detail of the inspiration of the armor from the uh adat commander or some of the snow troopers where they had the single pane and it's built in the the two sides yes. it reminds me a lot of that that armor there that has the elongated center yeah exactly and I, and it's interesting because the front is is fairly smooth with the exception of the middle section. There's like a ridge that comes down and comes down from the shoulders and is curved down. Almost like it's, it looks almost like it's supposed to look like she's wearing a vest that is open or a rib cage or a ri- or yeah, like a rib cage. Cause it comes down and kind of opens back up. Yep. And then over on the right side of her chest, there are these four notches that almost look like a rank insignia. Yeah. And it, and I think in my notes I'd put rank insignia question mark, and I was like, maybe that's some sort of like um, either uh, sensor or like a um, a heat exchange, probably almost like a heat sink, yeah, yeah, vent, yeah, yeah. And then under each arm on the side, there there are these like this looks like mesh. I'm not sure what that's for. Yeah, that was one that I couldn't quite figure out. And I didn't see anything on the the figure. I know the figure is kind of an, a, a, a put together from various parts. And I think those are just like almost like wires that are um, wires and like these little struts that are like kind of bound together and put under the arms. So there's there's no telling what that's supposed to be. Yeah, maybe holding something in. Right. You get around to the back and that's where it gets interesting, though, because there's two things in the back that I'm confused about. Uh, one is that the back is sort of open, but mm-hmm. at the very top between the shoulder blades, there's a very definite triangle cut out, but there's nothing there. It's almost like there's supposed to be a sticker or something there. Oh, like that rectangle. Yeah. You know, and I, I thought of that as being like the service plate, you know, how three, uh, C3PO has his service plate. That's a good point. Yeah. But at the same time, there's nothing there. So it right. seems kind of odd. What's the other odd one that you have? the uh the screw going down the middle of the back okay so that was one that um that i thought about as well in the movie uh ev99 when talking to 3po and r2d2 is kind of down and when r2d2 talks back to her she kind of does this thing where it almost looks like she stands up oh so you think that's to make it i think i think that's a screw point to make her taller to make her more intimidating. And well, and to, it, that, that makes sense like because there, that makes sense. Cause it's sitting inside this black open shaft that comes down and it connects to the, the, the bottom portion of it. So it makes sense that this, this top portion would, would raise up and down. Yep. Cause it's and not necessarily think, connected to anything else by wires or anything like you have with C3PO. So I think you're probably right. And when you think about the ribs, the ribs will sit down into that pelvic, pelvic yeah. joint to make her shorter when need be. Yeah, that's a good point. And I and I like the 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 way that's colored. You know, we've got the black surrounding it and it comes down mm-hmm. and around this piece that it basically just sits on uh, underneath that has this this, you know, riveted panel on the back there right above where I guess her ass would be. That that is that is the waste exchange system. 
gross. <laughs> You're welcome. And then coming down from there, we've got these these two rounded portions that the that the legs sit into mm-hmm. that I guess are supposed to. I guess they're the, they're the connectors for the legs. But yeah. um, going back around to the front to that pelvis, uh, that's it's odd. Um, I'm not sure what it's for, but it's it's shaped again. It's shaped like a pelvic bone to me. Yeah. You get you get these two uh, ridges that come up and are curved down in the middle. It looks like a, like a like a like a gear of some sort, and I guess that's for her to turn on. Probably so. Would you assume? Yeah the the part that I find interesting about this is, I mean, you're spot on with it looking like a pelvic bone. It looks like a a pelvic bone or a piece of a seat that we would sit on, but it's upside down. Yeah, and it's turned to the wrong side of the body, and it just it feels awkward in that this really feels like it should be on the back and turned upright but i can see where this idea of this pelvic bone plate almost serves as like a mini skirt sort of thing that right. kind of adds a little bit of character to ev99 same with like the brain portion almost looks like tight tightly wound buns on the back of the head so I think that they're they're finding some very minute details kind of in the way of how they dealt with the droid Metropolis yeah. that indicate certain areas of um, of a female anatomy in a very simplistic and stick-like droid. So I think that's, that they're trying to emulate some of those, those features. Yeah, that's a good point. I think you're spot on there. Uh, and it is, like you said, it's odd that it's at the front. It almost, almost looks also like an apron. Yeah. Oh, yeah as well which i guess that's technically what it is it serves as kind of an apron for um uh, it, but it's odd because there's not a lot of detail on it um but there is some like there's there's some some texturing on it th- because it's there are two little posts that come up out of it that stick out in the middle but there's not like a there's not a sharp line on it it just kind of flows into the rest of it it's really odd it's very odd it is. And so, so let's go back up and let's talk about the arms and the arms again, they're, they're mirrored for one another. So we'll talk about one and we've talked about them both. Yep. Uh, they're very, uh, or are they? No, they, yeah, they, they are. are, they, they are. are mirrored. Yeah. So what are we looking at here? We got, we got the, the circles at the shoulders then coming down from there. Are these, are these like hydraulics that allow it to, I, I can't tell what's going on there. Yeah. So the whole thing would be hydraulics. Uh, let's start up at that shoulder. So, one of the things I found interesting with this figure, instead of it being where the shoulder starts and it's just on that circle joint, mm-hmm. the whole joint is actually in this teardrop shape that points to the the front of the chest if you're looking at the side. Oh, yeah, I see that. As you turn the figure, that point also turns, or as you turn the arm, that point also turns with the arm. So it that point moves. And out of that, you've got this kind of bolt that sits on the outside of the arm. And then it looks like another bolting or like a hinge. And then the rest of it is like pistons. It's like arms and pistons that would help move this. But they're all small tubular type sculpts. Right. And we've got tubes on the front and back of it as well. That, yeah. Uh, that are, it's, yeah, it's just kind of odd. There's it's, it's very intricate, but you're not really sure how it all works. But I'm guessing, yeah. And, it works to, to help the arms move in and out and, and 
up and away, I guess. Well, and when you think about EV-99 in the movie, the there's not a lot of articulation with the arm itself. And even like the elbow joint is just that wheel. And they've captured that aspect of that simplicity of the arm and, and the simplicity of the arm, not having to, to do a lot, not needing a lot. They've kind of mimicked what they saw on screen. I, I feel like they kind of, they nailed it, even though it's small and it's, there's not a lot to it. I really do feel like they were, hitting the marks as far as getting what was on screen and probably right. from their pictures and the joint, the elbow joint you can see is, mm-hmm. is just circular and it's got, you know, I got a bolt coming out of it. And then the forearms are kind of like miniature versions of the upper arms. You've got the same sort of pistons and everything, although there's not as much uh, going on there, but there, it looks like they definitely, you know, are, there are some ringlets going down it that look like it could, um, you know, move back and forth. And mm-hmm. then, the the hands are what's weird to me because the hands are just like these they're just flat they're, there's no clamps or anything they're just like they're, they're almost like metal flippers because there's there's no there are no fingers or anything like that right it's this is this is a really weird hand um and in the movie it's almost like a little piece of metal that is pointed off at someone i believe there's a little bit of articulation with a thumb but for the most part, it is kind of a just a metal plate. I'm pulling up a picture of EV-99 just to see the way that that hand uh, looks. And it looks like it's just uh, lots of drawings. I'm actually looking for the movie version to see the hand. I don't know that we saw much of it. And it looked, it's, from what I remember, it looked like this. Interestingly enough, the hand in the movie are little clamps that come almost to like a needle nose plier sort of end on the end. So I don't think they nailed the, the hands the right way. Okay. That's kind of strange. It is, especially because it, the, everything else is so screen accurate. Yeah. I mean, even the, the, uh, so on the side of the body is a whole set of like heat sink vents. You've got even the, the little teardrop shape that points out of the shoulder You've got the circle elbow, but when you get down to the hands, instead of it being just a flat piece, it looks like a pair of tweezers in a way, like really thick robotic type tweezers on the end of the hands. And they didn't, they didn't try to do that. And that seems a little odd. And maybe they couldn't do it with the mold, but it does seem odd. Yeah. I, I... I would be surprised that there was anything that they couldn't do at this point mm-hmm. with the line. So it it was it was a choice of some sort. So right. let's move on to the legs, and the legs are even more uh, industrial looking than the hands. Although the feet look like <laughs> larger versions of the hands, the legs these may be. Let me look up real quick. Let me look up eight D eight because not. I feel like these legs. I don't know that they're necessarily reused, but they're very very similar. They're very similar, but they are not. Um, they are not the the reused legs. I, we, uh, uh, Eman and I, we were playing with these, and we had nine uh, EV ninety nine, and um, oh, I see. No, they are different. They, they they're they're similar in design, similar. but they are different. They're yeah, very different. I see. Never mind. Yeah, we we held them up, and I was comparing them because I I wondered, and and that's how I found out that no, they are not the same. 
it it doesn't seem like Kenner to really go out of their way to reuse a lot of parts because they were really all about having that new tooling for every single figure. True. Yeah, that's true. So so in these, it's interesting because we've got we've got the a circular like a, a wheel basically sitting at the top of the the uh, the the thigh where everything kind of rotates around, mm-hmm. and then um, behind it it goes out a little bit behind that. There's a there's a metal plate that comes out behind it that connects to again we got some more hydraulics we got like one two three on the top on the the the, the thigh basically mm-hmm. these poles that come up to it one that connects directly into the wheel one that comes to the front of the wheel and one that connects to the plate at the back and I guess that's more like a stabilizer do you think probably yeah uh, I would think that that one is is there just to keep the um, keep the balance of the, right. the robot so she doesn't fall over because if you look the way it's attached in the knee you have one hydraulic in the front one hydraulic in the back and this u-shaped piece that works as a knee and so depending on how the hydraulic works it'll force the knee forward and back the one in the center the stabilizer kind of hits right in the center which tells me that's what's keeping this droid upright when she walks and talks to people. Right. Yeah, exactly. And, and it's interesting because you come down from there. Uh, and again, there's not as much detail. I don't feel like on these as there are on the arms. They're, they're fairly smooth. You know, we've got the, we've got the ringlets coming down, but there's not, you know, the, the hydraulics, there's no coiling or anything like we have on the upper arm. And when we get to the knee, it's just like, it just sits down. It's like the, the, the lower leg is just sort of bolted on to the upper there's not like a separate joint like we have on the arms. No. And then coming down from there, we've got like two hydraulic, two two poles that come down, one in the front and one in the rear, but they almost look like they're connected. And the one in the rear connects to a smaller piece that comes out and down to the back of her foot. And the rest is just connected straight to like the near the, the back of the foot. Mm-hmm. And then we have these really f- flat feet that look like larger versions of the hands, right? They, they, uh, um, the, you've got the Achilles heel, uh, uh, joints, ankle joint and the, the big rocking feet that keep her standing. <laughs> and it, it is, it is very mimicking of the arm in many ways, except it, it doesn't have quite as much detail. Um, the rings in this, I always thought of as like, kind of like pistons or like shock absorbers, but even that might be a little bit of a, a far fetch for you know what we're getting this is the legs feel like there was less data to pull from on how to make the legs correctly and i believe the actual like the actual puppet or the actual like robot dummy puppet mm-hmm. doesn't actually have legs probably not because it wasn't seen so they didn't need them yeah, yeah it's it should be uh i think hip is pretty much what we saw if we saw any legs it was probably just the very top of the legs and that was it yeah it's kind of like a 2-1-b i don't think we ever saw 2-1-b's legs in the film uh no no yeah. we didn't and there was speculation about you know what the legs looked like forever yeah so yeah just sort of i mean there's a, there's a lot going on especially the upper legs but the, the bottom portion of the legs it's pretty simple so that's i mean that that's it for the figure folks so taylor yeah. let's talk about what is your favorite feature about this toy so I, I know it seems kind of 
kind of silly and i know we we brushed over it but the the little jaw movement is actually a really cool feature that, that's mine as well yeah so then let me pick something different but i also like the brain at the top it's creepy like but it's brain. a nice little addition and it it serves as sort of a combination brain and also it could be like the pom-poms you see on like a poodle to indicate yeah. that, that it is supposed to be a female <laughs> so i you know we we'll, we'll just say those are our two for here unless there's something else well, you wanted to mention there is something else um the the actual torso sculpt for me is it's spot pretty cool on. yeah i love the the look of the torso sculpt i think it's a really really good uh look besides for the canning mason jars the neck i think that the the, the torso looks incredibly uh well detailed for what we're getting yeah, no, that's true. That's a good good call there. So what is your least favorite feature about this toy? Uh, for me, it probably has to do with the, the reverse hip and the legs and just the, the articulation with the legs dealing with that reverse hip and, and the design choice in that reverse hip. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a little weird. Uh, for me... Um, I think just the fact that they are the hands and the feet are so plain. And again, I don't know what it's possible. The hands look like they're supposed to look. Mm -hmm. They just don't look very functional. I don't know what this droid would do with those hands, you know? Yeah. It's maybe push levers. Yeah. And if that's maybe all that's... it's supposed to do, I, I guess, but um, it just, it looks very plain. Yeah. It is very, very plain. It's, it's interesting. It it is, and it's different, but it's it's very plain. So, what is this? What about this figure best exemplifies the Kenner line for you? Uh, for me, at this point, it's it's all about the detail. Like the the detail that they're putting into this is screen accurate at this point. Um, this one feels a little off in that there are some areas of detail that just seem kind of rushed, like the the vents on the side. Those are actually supposed to be interior vents, and instead they are treated as a, a a wire mesh which makes it kind of kind of strange it is odd uh, for yeah. me it's just that that constant constantly trying something new you know giving us the little the, the mouth movement and everything that's something oh, yeah. that they hadn't done before so let's see what happens when we do this oh that's cool let's leave it uh that's kind of <laughs> kind of where where i'm going with that um I, I think i think it's cool and i think it's a credit to kenner that they are still this late in the line trying new stuff yeah so is this figure cool? I'm going to say yes. Uh, the top just because, half is very cool. Yeah. It, it, it's one of those that like I can, you know, E-Man gets a lot of play out of it when he plays Jabba's sale, uh, uh, S-A-L-E barge. <laughs> and Jabba's selling droids and weapons to people. Right. Um, and EV-99 plays a very direct part as a hostess bringing the people in so you know it, it's a figure that i could imagine would have been missed if had been made it's an interesting figure it's not one i think i would have normally just seeked out but there is a pretty cool appreciation for what we did get and and for what we did get it's a pretty interesting action figure yeah and and like i said the, the top half of it the top the, the half that's based on the film is is very very cool bottom on. half Remain yeah. leaves a lot to be desired, but the fact that E-Man likes it means, yeah, it goes on the cool list. Easily. All right. <laughs> Easily. Easily. 
All right, folks. Well, that's going to do it for this discussion of EV99, but we'd love to hear your thoughts on this figure. So head to the Facebook page and let us know what you think. Until next time, for Talking Toys with Taylor and Jeff, action figure exclusive. I'm Taylor. I'm Jeff. And remember, they're not dolls. They're action figures. They're evil action figures. Was it? Was she like a torturer or something? She was not a torture droid, but she was in charge. She was like she was like Jabba's like the manager of the droids. Basically, she assigned everybody. She was like the the four droid. <laughs> Good night, folks. Thank you for listening. For more episodes of this show or other Marvin Dog Media productions, go to marvindogmedia.com to stream or download the shows or to subscribe via iTunes. Email us at marvindogmedia at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at marvindogmedia. Follow us on Pinterest at pinterest.com forward slash marvindogmedia. This podcast has been a production of Marvin Dog Media, all rights reserved. How many times can we say Marvin Dog Media?